Okay, welcome back to the Combat Fitness Podcast, where our goal is to give you as much free information as possible to give you a physical and mental edge in fitness and in life. So today we're going to talk about kind of, you know, we've touched on several things in the last few episodes. We're going to, in a sense, put it all together and we're going to talk about the entire process. So whether that's fitness or career or whatever it may be for you, we're going to talk about getting from A to B and what that kind of looks like. So this is obviously applicable in in massive amounts of different areas of life, um, but we're gonna take predominantly like a fitness approach and because I think, and I know that fitness integrates into any other successful area of your life, right? Like if you're trying to, if you're a car salesman and you're trying to sell more cars and move up in the world, like looking better, feeling better, having more energy, none of that's going to hurt you. Um, so yeah, with that, I want to start on probably the biggest thing, which is the myth of the right time. There's this huge misconception uh, that a lot of people have. They feel that the time is not right. Uh, I don't have time to work out right now. I don't have time to go to the gym. Um, I'm too busy with work, too busy with my family. If you haven't noticed by now in your life, you will never be less busy. That is a myth. That is that is being an idealist, um, and it's almost never true. Like unless you know you're you know you're coming to the end of of a, a six month contract where you're working sixteen hours a day, and when that ends, you're back to a normal nine to five. Like unless it's something like that. But if you have if you have a job that's going to be your job for the next couple of years and you have kids that are going to be your kids for the next 20 years, you're never going to get less busy. Um, so you need to learn to work with what you have. And, and the cool thing is, too, is if by chance you do get less busy, if you can make it work with a bad schedule, then it'll be so much easier um, once once that schedule clears and you have more time to focus, it's only going to get easier and you're only going to get better, but you got to make it work. Now you got to make it work when it's hard. You got to make it work when it's not ideal. That's true with fitness. That's true with, um, you know, we talk to people who want, who want to start their own businesses or whatever. It's, it's true with that. There's never going to be a right time to quit your job and start a business. It's always going to be a bad time. It's always going to be a bad idea to some extent. Um, but you got to just make it work. And then if you can make it work during a non-ideal circumstance, then then it's going to be that much easier when, when things do kind of get better. So action breeds opportunity. And, and that's kind of what I'm, I'm getting at here is people, things are not as hard as they, they are made out to be. It's actually just doing it that is the hard part. You know, you can probably lose the stubborn 20 pounds that's on your body realistically in like eight to 10 weeks, but people will wait two, three, five, 10, 15 years before starting that eight to 10 week process. And that's why it takes long. You know, bodybuilding preps are only a few months long generally. Even if you're going from like not in great shape, it'll be like a year, 18 months. And look at how they look by the time they're done. It's not, whatever you want is not some far off unattainable thing that you just wish could happen. It just takes habits. and it. But before habits, it takes getting started. And if you feel 
And we hear this, like, honestly, we hear this more than anything else. And we get dozens of messages every day. Um, you know, I want to start, but I don't have time. I don't think the time is right. I'm too busy with work. I'm too busy with my kids. And the hard truth is, like, if you if you can't make it work now, realistically, then you will never be able to make it work. And that's that's just the hard truth because we only get busier as time goes on. Things only get harder. And if you're not fixing your problem, your problem's only going to get worse as time goes on. So it's going to get harder and harder to fix as well. So it's kind of a double-edged sword there. So I would encourage you, whatever it is that you want to do, if you want to drop your run times, if you want to put on muscle, if you want to just generally get in better shape to be there for your wife and kids if you're if you're preparing your fitness to join the military and you're 17 years old whatever it is start now like literally tomorrow morning start and just figure the rest out on the way i have this rule that i came up with about two years ago that really changed um actually it was uh, it was around the time i was training for for my iron man that i did last summer so yeah i would have i would have come up with this about two years ago and if you follow our email list or have followed our Instagram for a while, you've, you've probably heard of it by now, but it's called the 60% rule. And the rule basically is if you don't feel like doing it, if you don't feel like getting up and going to the gym or going for a run, if you don't feel like working out, do it anyway, but only give 60%. Just show up, give 60% and walk away. And what this does is it lowers the barrier of entry. Right? If you're going to the gym every time expecting to hit PRs and ego lift and whatever, or you're hammering a run every single time and it's cold out and it's wet, it's hard, right? Laying in bed knowing like, oh man, I got to get up and I got to run, you know, 10 one minute intervals, two sets of that. It's cold out. It's like, that's a lot. But if you're laying there and you're like, I really don't want to do this today. Okay, that's fine. You know what? I'll get up. I'll give 60% effort and I'll only do 60% of the workout. It's like that gives you a way out, right? And then nine times out of 10, what happens is once you get started, you're fine and it's easy. It's just, it's just getting there that's tough. So if you're having trouble starting or I'll back that up, if you feel like now is not the right time, you're wrong. Now is the right time. The only time, the only time better than now is, is yesterday or a week ago or a year ago or 10 years ago. The longer you wait, the harder it's going to be. Uh, the busier you're going to be, the more progress you're going to have to make to have the same results. So start now. If you have trouble starting and don't feel like starting, just give 60%. You know, whatever your training schedule would look like, do 60% of that, give 60% effort. And once you're started, you'll, you'll feel, you'll feel everything change. You'll feel yourself change. So that's segment one. That's the myth of the right time. Segment two here is, is the simplicity of the process, the simplicity of progress. And I, I sort of touched on this already, but it's not as hard as it seems to be, right? The fitness industry is so bad for complicating things to sell you solutions. And, and we know because we exist in the fitness industry and we, we are tracking what other people are doing and, and the marketing messages and the truth is very simple. Like unless you're the decimal percentage of a population that has like thyroid issues or legitimate genetic issues, which is 
you know the the odds that that is you is 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 like ninety nine point nine nine something percent chance that that's that's not you. Excluding those people, it's not that difficult in theory. It's just again the application of it that's hard, right? If you need to lose weight, you need to eat in a caloric deficit. That's it. That's it. Eat in a caloric deficit. Consume enough protein that you'll keep your muscles around, and that's it. Uh, it's not. It's not keto. It's not intermittent fasting. It's not carb cycling. It's not. You know, you can get into those like nitpicky things when you're ten percent body fat, trying to get to six, or you can read more into the the little hacks that you can use, and and you see it in in bodybuilding too, like. Um, the carb ups before or whatever but for for general practical weight loss you just track your calories like know how much you expend in a day calorically and eat less than that that's it if you're trying to lose weight and train make sure that you're eating a sufficient protein intake which generally is like one pound uh, sorry one one gram of protein per pound of body weight if you're really heavy, then it's like per pound of kind of ideal body weight. So if you're 180 pounds, you should shoot for kind of 180 grams a day. It's fine if it's less, it's fine if it's more, um, but that's just a target. So eat less than you burn, eat enough protein. If you're worried about muscular atrophy, like losing your muscle mass while you're eating in a, uh, a caloric deficit, then resistance train at least twice a week stimulate the muscles you want to keep but the reality is your body worked really hard to put those muscles there it's not they're not just going to wither away as long as you're eating enough protein then as far as actually working out again it doesn't have to be anything crazy we have we have lots of programs um, that do a lot of different things at the end of the day as long as you're moving that's kind of half the battle right if you want to gain muscle mass like resistance training lifting weights in the gym it's the best thing you can do to gain or maintain muscle mass but you can get a pump in you can induce hypertrophy you can grow muscles using just your body uh, and we have body weight programs that people have used and they've lost weight with them they've gained muscle we had uh, one of our first programs ever was actually the, the high speed edition it was just uh, a thing a circuit based training system and the idea was the guys could use it in the field or wherever they might be and we got crazy feedback like this thing was kicking guys asses and they were just doing it on patches of grass behind their tents um, so you don't need much it's not you don't need a, a private gym membership for two hundred dollars a month like go to planet fitness or or golds or whatever pick up the heavy things put them back down do cardio a few times a week it's not that complicated if you have trouble following a system, like having a, a training program can help. Just that way you can show up to the gym. You don't have to think. You know exactly what workouts you need to do. You know that it's going to lead you to a desired result. And, and that's what we do at the end of the day for our athletes. So that kind of wraps up. Hopefully that, that clarified a little bit how it's really not that hard, right? It's just It's just getting started that's hard. And like I said earlier, you know, you can realistically have some some wild results in like eight weeks. You'll probably start feeling them around four. And that's, again, not to keep looping in our own programming, but that's why we have our total performance guarantee after four weeks because you, after a month of consistent habitual exercise, you will feel those results. You, you absolutely will, as long as you're not 
skipping days. Like if you're hitting every workout, you're going to feel it after four weeks. After eight weeks, you're going to really see it and really feel it. After three months, four months, five months, six months, like you could be a whole other person. It's just getting started and then staying on it. The The third section here that I want to talk about is is your circle. So the people around you and how they influence your path. And this can be a tough one for some people, right? Because if if you're only friends, if the only time you hang out with your, your friends is going to the bar and drinking and eating wings or nacho platters or whatever, it's like, what do you do, right? Because that's the only time you see your buddies. But if that's not the reality that you want, then you might have to have like some difficult conversations or, or make those difficult decisions. And it doesn't have to be permanent. But if you really feel like the people around you are holding you back, then then they at least deserve to know, right? Like if you're if your buddies keep inviting you out, like, hey man, come up for drinks after work, come up for come up for wings, come watch whatever, but you know that you need to go to the gym and you have a wife and kids waiting for you at home, like have that talk with them. Cause cause good people um will not fault you for improving yourself or they shouldn't and if they do then they might not be the friends that you thought they were they might have just been circumstantial friends right like you happen to work with them you happen to go out drinking with them therefore they're your friends but if you sit them down and you say like boys i gotta stop eating out so much um you know i'm trying to go easy on the alcohol really trying to lose this extra weight and they start like like ripping into you for that they're probably not worth keeping around as hard as that sounds right like i would i would hope and and you know i i only have a handful of good friends in my life but the the periods where i've had to you know disappear sometimes for months at a, at a time to to work on things whether it's going away for training or you know heavy heavy training blocks for like iron man or something like that um or just just business and work whatever it is they understand and they understand because they're doing it too Right. It's not like I'm getting texts every every day saying, hey, come out like we're all we're all working. Um, and so it can be tough. Right. If if the people around you aren't doing that, especially if it's if it's your significant other and they're they're not into cooking healthy when you're trying to do that. Like those can be real. Those can be real uh, situations, but they're conversations that you absolutely have to have, because if you don't have them, you're a not going to see the progress that you want to see and b you're going to resent the people around you and they won't even know why and that's not healthy and that's not fair so if you if you legitimately feel and don't blame the people around you for your own lack of progress but it can be a real factor right so think about that for a second if if it truly is them or if it's just you trying to cast blame and if it does feel to some extent that it, it really is the people around you like have those conversations because if they really care about you they will support you and they will be there for you um moving forward from that you know how do you find those high performance circles right how do you how do you get into those those groups where people will make you better um that's a good question and that's something that you will find once you start um it's not really something you can actively look for but you know when you start showing up to to BJJ classes or 
Muay Thai or you start going to a, a you know, you've done a public gym for six months and, and met a couple people or you're going to a private gym or CrossFit, you'll start to see the same faces, right? Like talk to talk to those people, talk to those guys because you're likely on a similar path, on a similar grind. If you're in the military, like you already know where to find those guys. You know where to find the 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 solid dudes who are cut from that cloth that you're looking for. Um, avoid, I would say, like avoid drinking buddies. Um, I think that that's that's a dangerous trap. Just kind of looping back that that circle. So again, you're the the people around you can can help greatly, uh, and they can also hinder greatly. It really depends on who you are and who they are. So as you start this journey, keep that in mind. Um, and, and don't cast blame, like take full responsibility for your own actions, but also be aware of your situation and, and have those conversations if you need to. The fourth segment here is mental toughness in the face of adversity slash discipline. You will not be motivated the entire time you're training for something. Whether it's whether you're training for fat loss or you're competing at the next CrossFit Games or trying to get into the open or whatever it is, you're not going to be motivated the whole time. Motivation will will give you the energy to sign up for something. It'll carry you through maybe like the first three or four days and it'll be gone. It might come back every once in a while. You'll have those good workouts where you're like, yeah, this, this feels good. I'm proud of myself. This is awesome. And it's good. But it fluctuates. You will not find a single person in the world who rides a constant um, peak of motivation. It just doesn't happen. That would be like, that's probably actually the biggest or most common question we get asked. The, the most common issue we get told is I don't have time. The most common question we get asked is like, how can I get motivated? How can I stay motivated? And the answer is, who cares? Truly, who cares? It doesn't matter. And this isn't some like, guru like oh you don't need motivation it's like it truly doesn't matter you don't need motivation to find results it's nice when it shows up but if you're relying on it you're not going to see or feel any progress probably ever because it will not stick around don't look for it on youtube watching the inspirational youtube videos and whatever you know our emails we do our best to fire you guys up but if, if you rely on that as like if you don't get the email, you're not going to the gym, or if it doesn't hit properly, you're not feeling it that day. I hate to break it to you, but you will not see progress. <clears throat> so with that, you have to be disciplined, right? You have to do things that suck, and that's part of it. You have to constantly be able to see the bigger picture and know that like, it's not the end of the world if you don't go to the gym this morning but it could be the end of the world if that becomes a habit. Um, it's okay to take days off, but when you're laying in bed and your alarm's going off and you're making that conscious effort like, do I go or do I hit snooze? You're making a, a really important choice, especially if this is in the morning. You're making a really important choice to win or to lose at your first waking moments of the day. And that has a massive impact, whether you realize it or not, that plays a huge role in the rest of your day, which rolls into the next day, which rolls into the next day. It's these small wins that compound and they carry us through our days and weeks and through our lives. 
right? It doesn't matter if you don't go to the gym like once from a fitness standpoint, but what does matter is the fact that you made a choice to lose that day, that morning. And that'll stick with you for the rest of the day. You'll go to sleep and you won't have had that win for the day and then the next day it'll be easier to cop out and the next day it'll be even easier because you've done it for the past two days and so on and so on. And that's how people spiral out of their, their progress. We see it all the time. So how do you fix that? You just have to build habits. It has to become part of your day. We have people right now that we're coaching that work 12 hours a day, six days a week, and they're still hitting the gym six times a week. They've just made it part of their day. So depending on whether they're on days or nights, it's either the first thing they do or the last thing they do. They get off, they go to the gym for an hour, they go to bed. It's not, there can't be any question about it. It can't be like, oh, if I have time tonight, I'll go to the gym. Because you'll, you'll find things to run out the clock. Your subconscious in your brain, whose job it is to avoid pleasure or uh, avoid pain and seek pleasure, it's going to figure out ways for you to not go to the gym. And that happens all the time. It's just got to be part of your routine. You have to hit it on the way home from work. You got to hit it first thing in the morning. Whatever it is, it has to be a habit. Otherwise, it's just not going to work out. And so how do you deal with adversity, right? Things come up, you get injured, your schedule changes, whatever it is. Again, you just have to be able to zoom out to that 10,000 foot view and see the big picture and see the, the pieces of the puzzle that fit together and how this all works and why what you're doing is important and, and be able to work through stuff. If you feel like you're a person who has trouble um, with mental toughness, which again is, is something we get asked a lot, you know, how can I how can I become tougher? How can I build my mental resiliency? The answer is do hard shit. Do it often. You know, you should be doing something realistically like every day that sucks. Whether that's getting up early and going to the gym, whether that's going for a run in the cold, whether that's running your shower on cold for the last 20 seconds and fighting through that whatever that might be for you if you have that thought that pops in your head like oh i should do this oh i don't really want to do this do that do it every single time wake up early go to the gym have a cold shower like do things that are difficult that you don't really want to do and that will layer your brain and you do this long enough it will become easy like this is why in the military when they take new recruits this is why they're ironing sheets and making beds and mopping floors it's it's like that doesn't really serve any purpose other than maybe like attention to detail in the grand scheme of what you're going to do with your career but what it does is it slowly exposes you to things that are just kind of shitty and that gets more and more you know then you're standing on on drill parade for four hours and like that's no fun you know does it make you a better soldier i don't know you get mixed opinions on that but what it does do is it, it exposes you to things that are not comfortable, but you push through it, kind of because you have no choice. Uh, you push through it, you accomplish it, you're proud of yourself, you know going forward, okay, I've already done something like this. That's how you take somebody who was a civilian and then eight or 12 or 16 weeks later, you know, whatever, whatever training you're doing, they are able to stand in a hole in the ground, soaking wet in the same clothes for the last six days. Uh, with no sleep, right? You, it's it's amazing how fast that process can can happen. 
but it's by slowly exposing people to more and more discomfort. At the end of the day, that's what it is. So keep that in mind with your own life, right? Like nothing will kill you more slowly than than comf- comfort and prolonged comfort. You got to do things that are hard and it's tough in this modern world, especially if you have an office job and a desk job. Um, you know, we aren't exposed to discomfort lots, but like go camping in the cold, go for, go for a long hike, carry heavy stuff, go to the gym, go for a run when it's cold out. Like these are all, these are all things sit in the sauna for an hour. Like, I mean, don't hurt yourself. Um, but like, just do things that's like, yeah, this is uncomfortable and then you'll finish it and you can be proud of yourself for it. So if we zoom back from from kind of where we started to to now and and walk through the journey again, so you're here. You need to get to here. The first step, obviously, is starting. Contrary to what you may believe, now is the best time to start. Um, it's not six months from now. It's not a year from now. It's not next month. It's right now. You just have to get going. Use the 60% rule if you need to. Start with just two sessions a week. Like if you're at zero and you haven't worked out in years, go for three 30-minute walks a week. That's it. Don't miss them. Schedule them ahead of time. Okay, Wednesday, 7 a.m. or Thursday, 8 p.m., whatever. Schedule it ahead. Do not miss it, but only do it three times a week. You build on that. It's something you scheduled and accomplished that was difficult that you can be proud of. That will feed your brain. It's a small win that will feed your brain and make you hungry for more wins to build off going forward. And that's what's really cool is you get like this exponential, um, it's like this positive feedback loop where the more you win, the more you want to win. So you win more and you want to win more. And it's really cool once you get to experience that. Remember that the process is actually fairly simple, right? It's just a matter of sticking to it. You don't need to watch 500 YouTube videos on the best weight loss strategies. At the end of the day, it all boils down to the same thing, and that's a caloric restriction, right? You need to eat less than you burn every day consistently, and you will remove body fat from your body. Eat enough protein so that you can sustain your muscles. If you want to keep them or keep growing them, like resistance train at least twice a week, you can feel free to do way more than that. Make sure the people around you are, are lining up with your goals, right? You don't, it's, it's a hard enough process as it is without people kind of rooting against you. So make sure that, that that's in check and have those conversations. And then remember to just build it into habits and, and be disciplined with that. It's not about motivation. You're not gonna, you're not gonna spring out of bed every morning. I promise you that. Um, I work out, I get up at 5.30 to work out every day. And literally never do I feel like doing that. I wake up and I, I'm like, oh, I'm going to hit snooze today. Um, but I don't. I get up and I do it anyway. And that's just what you have to do. You ask anybody who's been doing that for, for a long enough period of time, nobody ever feels like doing it. You ask the CrossFit Games athletes, like, sure, they're passionate about what they're doing. They probably don't feel like training eight times out of ten. Same with the top MMA guys. Same with... with Dudes in the military, like nobody wants to be there for 0530 PT, but it builds you into what you need to be. So with all that, going forward, 
just start just you could you'd be amazed at how much you'll figure out on the way you don't need to have your whole plan from a to b figured out ahead of time just start start moving start walking or running or lifting whatever it is it doesn't have to be some monumental shift and that's the other thing you know without adding in a whole a whole sixth section here don't make crazy drastic changes right like if you haven't worked out in the last year don't schedule yourself for seven days a week at the gym at five in the morning because that's way too steep of a change right start with just like two three sessions a week maybe it's at the gym maybe it's walking whatever it is start small build on it we are not here to sell you a get fit quick thing because that doesn't happen we are here to teach you how to take a holistic, prolonged, sustainable approach to your fitness and to your life, right? And that's the other cool thing is like, once you figure this out, once you feel the progress, once you get in shape, you're gonna feel so much better about yourself. You're gonna be more confident. You're gonna have more energy. You're gonna talk to people more. If you haven't experienced that yet, like that's something you can really look forward to. It's just that that confidence that's, it's not even attached to like your fitness and how you look. It's attached to the habits and the discipline that you have in your life, right? It's because you know you're somebody who can do hard things perpetually and, and achieve goals. And that's pretty cool. So that wraps up our episode today. As always, if you have any questions, feel free to just send them to us at contact at combatfitness.co. We, uh, we got a support team standing by. We're always, uh, we're answering emails kind of all day, all the time. So yeah, feel free to hit us up or follow us on Instagram at CMBT Fitness, like abbreviation for Combat Fitness. And we will see you guys there. Have a good one.